It's shaken bacon. Oh, God. <laughs> Actually, that might be better than are we ready spaghetti? Listen, if we're going to be millennial cringe, like, let's let's change up the cringe. This is, <laughs> we're in the hundreds of our episodes now. <laughs> We gotta, we gotta shake up that cringe. I literally had a moment with a coworker today who's very Gen Z, uh-huh. and um, like I sent a GIF like that way. I was like, "This is this will upset him," and it was the "We're All in This Together" High School Musical one, <laughs> and he responded like, "Please choose another GIF." Like, <laughs> and with that, welcome to I'd Kill a Spider for you. We're just starting. Yeah, We're just starting. As always, I'm Kath, or you're Catherine. I'm whoa, Carmen. whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hello, my name is Catherine. <laughs> and I'm Carmen. She has lost her identity, doesn't I know who she lost is. Lost my mind. That's how long of a day I've had. Oh, so. Lord. Um, and this is our bi-weekly podcast where we talk about whatever we like. Mm-hmm. And we usually politicize things and we have been friends our whole lives, yeah. it feels like, and technically <laughs> mm, a good two thirds, yeah. If not more, if you yeah. count how long we've known each, each other, other before yeah. we were friends, yeah, like ninety percent. So we have maybe it doesn't sound like it right now, but electrifying banter. <laughs> we're just like we bounce off each other very well. We're both clearly very tired, uh-huh. and we are going to be talking about funerals. Now we had a part one about funerals last week mm-hmm. where we discussed uh, we our want. personal funerals, what we would like, and mm-hmm. now we are going to be dying round the world <laughs> and exploring funerals in different cultures and maybe discussing uh, funerals that we've personally been to, seeing mm-hmm. the difference in cultures. And uh, we hope you like death because we do. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's saddle up. Let's saddle up. Now, the first thing I wanted to ask I guess is like not ask but have you ever like I sometimes watch like these shows where like there are white people funerals mm-hmm. and I'm like damn they're, they're, they're these funerals are like drab like I feel like they're a bit boring yeah they they seem as sterile as the like the formaldehyde <laughs> use to, to embalm the bodies like they always seem very sterile or, like, especially in, like, TV shows, the only life in those funerals is, like, one random person getting drunk. And, like, I've never really thought about this until, honestly, this instant. But, like, one of the hallmarks of, like, funerals in my family mm-hmm. is the excellent food that you eat. Mm. What's... Do you think those very drab funerals... What do they eat? I don't think they wash their meat or season their chicken. Yeah. The thing is, do they even eat? Oh. Huh. Huh. I don't think so. I'm trying to think of, like, wakes and stuff that I've been to. I guess it depends on, like, the... I don't know. I feel like there was food at one of the funerals I went to, but it was, like, sandwiches or something. It was something light. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't really think food is that big of a thing. I think it's like an afterthought. Yeah. Well, anyway, sorry. You were talking about drab funeral. I feel like not starting with ready spaghetti. We're off our game. We're like, what's going on? Where are we starting? Okay, hang um, on, hang on. Just say it. Just say it. Just say it's me. We'll get into the. <laughs> are we ready spaghetti? Oh, we're ready spaghetti. Okay. So yes, what were we saying about drab funerals? Um, no, because I just think it's it's interesting because 
sometimes I look at funeral stuff and I'm like, man, this feels really boring. But then I think mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not good because it's okay if funerals are boring. But then I'm also just like, but then they're not memorable. And then it's just this like sad thing that happens. But like some people just want to have like the most muted, like sorrowful funeral. Mm hmm. But also with like no emotion. And it's very strange to me. Yeah, I think here's the thing. I think this may be one of the few elements where it's like we maybe just don't have the information because we've only I feel like I've only seen these drab funerals on TV. Mm -hmm. I do wonder. I mean, I guess maybe you've been to more funerals than I have. But like, are they as drab as they are on TV? I guess it's like what you make of them. (laughs) Because some of us just make inappropriate jokes. And then it's fine. But I do feel like they they are very, like, sanitized. Mm -hmm. Um, Which I think is really interesting because I remember reading this amazing article about, like, black grief Mm -hmm. um, in the U.S. But it was, like, this article that basically took, like, you know the, like, memorial t-shirts people make for, like, their family members when they die? Sometimes, like, there's, like, there's, like, it's, I've seen it quite a bit with, like, black and Caribbean folks, even in Toronto, but, like, you have t-shirts made up of, like, the person's passing, like, just, like, an image of them, and then, like, the year that they died, or, Mm -hmm. you know, death and birth, or birth and death, or whatever, and it was a conversation about, like, how uncomfortable those types of images make white people, (laughs) because it's, I mean, I guess, it's, like, ever-present type of thing. And like, anyway, so I just thought that was really interesting. Um, And it was just the conversation about like how black people are sometimes more vocal when they mourn, whereas like white people are very like quiet. (laughs) I was thinking about like when we think of drab funerals and like sanitized funerals. um, I didn't watch the Queen's burial. Nor did I, no. Nor do I care to, but I cannot imagine it was a fun event. I Here's the thing about the Queen's funeral. Like she had... Like a whole, you know, stadium track thing of people like going in to see her casket. Weird. And everything, which is super weird. But like if I was someone attending the Queen's funeral, I'd be like, show me the body. I want to see, where is the body? I want to see the body. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, where is the body? I want to see it. Don't give me this. She could not even be in it. Yeah. It could be an empty box to just put out there for people to look at. <laughs> yeah, that's say true. she's even in there. Maybe that's why she had so many people coming to see her. They're like, I want to make sure. I want to make sure. A bunch of Irish grandmas going like, I want to make sure this yeah. bitch is dead. <laughs> like, yeah, but they, they had no way to actually check. But yeah, I feel like that is a hallmark of, listen. Because she laid sorry, in wait. state, right? That's why they, everybody was like able to go say bye to see her because she was laid mm-hmm. in state. So they were like, so people were probably like, is she dead? Yes. Okay. Let me go. Which would make me feel better than thinking that there's a stadium full of people who wanted to pay their actual respects. Because that makes me depressed. Wait, sorry. What do you mean by laid in state? Like, like she was like, people went to see her in the coffin. Yeah. But like, you can't they see her? Is Wasn't it open casket? No, it was closed casket. Oh, really? It was closed casket. She might not be in there. She might not be in there. That's why I was like, what's the point? You're just seeing a, a closed box. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. Open casket. I would have watched the queen's funeral. Yeah. yeah I would yeah, want to yeah, see. Yeah. I want to see what they do with her face. I want to see what's the, what's yeah, the face yeah, look yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. The memes, the memes that would have come from the uh, queen's dead face. Ugh. Wow. <laughs> it would have been, been outstanding but as it was it was a closed casket funeral so people were just walking 
through and i remember i saw this whole thing where it was like footage of like the um, like showing like the way they set up the crossways and everything so everyone could have like a view when they're like walking from this side to this side or whatever and it's just like to see a box you could literally put a box of like cat treats there and it would have been the same thing yeah 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 you don't even know if she's in there oh god Ugh, just the colonizery, like the, uh, the epitome of like wasps. Anyway, it is. <laughs> she, it's true. That's the thing. That's what I wanted to get to. Like these are, this is like, that's like wasp supreme. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because all of this like very sanitized funerals that we were like starting off talking with, these are waspy white, yeah. oh, white, like white yeah, with yeah. a W-H. Yeah. <sighs> white. Yeah. Um, And I'm sorry, white people, that if this is something that you have to experience. Because the thing is, white people, mm-hmm. we know that it's not all of you. We know that if you go to like an Eastern European funeral, yeah. or like even if you go Irish. slightly out, Irish, you go to an Irish funeral, much better, I'm sure. <laughs> much more interesting. Much or better. Awake. Great so music. Lots of drinking. Better. <laughs> probably, ha- they, probably they do have good food. Yeah. But the white waspy, wasp, wasp ones, oh, I think nay, it's just... Nay. I think it's just bland clothes, bland food, if there's yep. any food at all. Um, maybe closed casket. Like, again, a closed casket, rude. Maybe closed casket, maybe open casket. Mm-hmm. No touching the dead, no interacting with the dead. No love at all yeah. in the funeral. Just death and mm-hmm. then the lack of acknowledgement of death. And I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. I, I often think about like, and Catherine and I have had this conversation before, but like funerals, like can be whatever you want your funeral to be, I guess. But like, I think about like Emmett Till and the fact that like his mom wanted mm. an open casket because yeah. she was like, no, no, I want these fuckers to see. I want the whole country to see. I want the whole world to see what they did to my, to my son. son. Um, and how it was like not sanitized for anyone's comfort and how it was just like, like a radical and like very political statement that was also like a statement of like extreme grief and like sadness and Mm. anger and injustice. Um, and she was like, fuck you. I am not sanitizing this for anyone. And I really appreciate that. And I think that's part of why I like that article because it was talking about like black people not sanitizing their grief for anyone's comfort and how that's like more common even now with like protests and everything else and like how that's out of grief and how it makes white people really uncomfortable. Um, So I thought that was like very interesting. Um, Now I have been to only white funerals. Oh, really? Yes. Has no one in your family died? No. Um, My grandfather died in Spain. He's white, but he died in Spain. (laughs) He is my godfather's father, but I didn't get to go because it was in Spain. Um, But even they would have had a better because they're Basque. They're not like Spanish. So it would have been much better. That's interesting. That's true. You've only been to white white funerals. funerals. My boyfriend and my friend Michael. So I didn't get to go to the funeral for Michael, but I went to his wake. Mm Mm-hmm. And obviously Eric's funeral and Wake were all one together because they didn't want to do like a, a whole thing. Separate event. Yeah. Can I ask, by the way, with a mm-hmm. Wake and a funeral, like the Wake is just like seeing the body. The funeral yeah. is the... Is like or, the, I guess... The funeral is often like the, the eulogy, the burying, the like carrying mm. the casket, the burying it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I didn't get to go to that the next day. Because they did the wake and then the next day they did the funeral. So I only went to the wake. Um, It was very like, I don't remember much. I might have been in shock for both of them. But like I said, I was very, um, 
it was very sanitized. You know, it's at a funeral home. It's, everything's very quiet. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot going on. Like, everybody's in, like, all the workers are there in, like, black suits. You know, it's just very, it's just, like, not messy in the way that I think, personally, I feel funerals need to be. Because people yeah. are sad. And people are upset and, like, also dealing with a lot of emotions. And it's just kind of, like, subdued and quiet and not really much going on if i'm being honest so that's always fun because i was just like is it always fun it really sounds like it's no it's not and that and i just remember like making jokes or inappropriate jokes here and there because i was like i don't know what to do with this tension (laughs) so Mm -hmm. let me just make inappropriate jokes that's fair for me like the funerals i've been to personally have all been like older members of my family okay um and so usually what we have done it's like yeah like the wake and the funeral and the after party all in one thing because that's the thing there's there's an after party like um so you have the 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 wake if it if it happens you see the body um it's always open casket that i've been to then they have the um, you know, like the eulogizing and about the person, the burying the body, and then you go somewhere else. You you leave yeah, that yeah. place. You go to like a like a a place that you've rented out or like someone's house or something, right. and then it's just like everyone in the family who has come together. Either yeah. it's like sometimes people will like fly in from other places to go to the funerals. I mean, as they do with all funerals, but yeah. like then it's just like a like kind of just like a family reunion yeah and then everyone's just like eating and talking and having kind of a great time there are people <laughs> who like i have not seen like i remember i have a cousin who like i i barely know her like but i only ever saw her at like a couple funerals and so oh, it was wow. just one of those things where it's like like um you see family members and people who you've like never really had that much of connection with but they're there at the funeral and you're like best friends for the funeral um it's like summer camp, you know? You're like a like someone you just like immediately you're like, yeah, me and you, we're like gonna yeah. glom on to each other or whatever. And so like that has happened. So like funerals in my family, yeah. Wake, funeral, after party. After party. Listen, See, that's, is there alcohol? Jama- yeah, there's alcohol, there's it's Jamaican, so it's like great food. Yeah. Um those big some someone they, they always bring out like they always make a whole bunch of food and they in like those big silver trays. Oh, I love it. Yes. And then like everybody eats and you talk and you hang out and then you go home feeling kind of like nice. That's good. I've never felt sad after any of those funerals. See, that's good. I mean, to be fair, I wasn't that close with any of those family members, but I knew them. Like I knew who they. I knew yeah, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's always just you know laughing and fun and a bunch of family members. Family members. I want to be clear about this. <laughs> family members flirting with my mother um <laughs> once, my mom is like the bell of the ball at a fucking funeral she's everyone's just like all the men want to talk to her laugh with her i'm like literally aren't you cousins please stop flirting in front of me it's weird <laughs> um yeah and so that's what funerals are in my family oh see that's fun that's see that's way better than what i've experienced which was just like begrudgingly having a funeral was one of them because we were like i don't think he would want this but i guess we'll do it for everyone else and then the other one was you know a funeral that like didn't really fit with the aesthetic of my friend (laughs) um but that like obviously like the parents really wanted it to be like respectful and all the other stuff so like i get that i do have a question Mm -hmm. because you have family that are jehovah's witnesses 
Do those funerals look any different? Like, is there alcohol? Are they allowed to do anything for the funeral? I don't think, I don't think any of them have been Jehovah's Witnesses. If I'm not mistaken. Oh. Maybe they have? Have they? I can't recall if I've been to a kingdom hall for any of these. I don't think so. I've had weddings in my family that have been Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, actually, I think all the weddings that I've been to, or not all of them, but most of them have been Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, weddings. And those are also really great fun because the thing is, even though they're Jehovah's Witnesses, they're still like my family. So it's like a big Jamaican fun thing. With no um, alcohol, though. With no alcohol. Though, actually, I think actually one of them did have alcohol, but they didn't <laughs> drink it. Um, yeah. So usually I, th- I think I've had only Jehovah's Witness weddings in my family. I don't think I've had a funeral yet. Oh, I'm oh, so sad to think of the ones that will be a Jehovah's Witness funeral. Unless I'm mistaken and someone with Jehovah's Witness that I didn't realize. But like, who is Jehovah's Witness and who is not in my family? Always. I'm like, is this one? No. This one? No. Yes. Yes. That one? I'm not sure. Anyway, it's a whole thing. Hmm. That's very interesting. Because I do wonder like if it's like if there's like a set of rules because you're not supposed to like do anything special. You're not supposed to do a lot in Jehovah's Witness stuff, but like people get around it. Like my cousins or like like my second cousins, my mom's first cousins will like call my mom around her birthday. They don't say <laughs> anything about birthdays, but they'll usually call around that time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know someone, I was talking to somebody recently about that because their mom became a jehovah's witness because they were dating somebody who was a jehovah's witness and so Mm -hmm. um and their mom like came to the to christmas but like didn't and like will exchange gifts but won't say it's for christmas Mm, yeah yeah they they do that they're very sneaky (laughs) well that's good because god will never know um we'll never be able to tell what's going on said jehovah but um yeah i think like i've i actually up until we did this episode and i maybe like i thought about it before i was like i don't know what the mexican traditions are for funerals like i know day of the dead because everybody talks about day of the dead and i've i've like done that with my family quite often but like i didn't know what the actual funeral was like i know that a wake is a velorio like velorio is like the word for wake Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that like, for example, my, um, boss is Mexican and her mom passed away and they did, or her aunt passed away and then her mom passed away and they had to do these prayers every like night or something. And so oh. I know that's like, if you're like very Catholic, it's something that you do, but I had never heard of that because my family, besides my grandma is not that into Jesus in that way. Um, but they do, apparently, like, they do, um, it's like a 48-hour wake. So it gives people time to come, spend time with the family, spend time with the body. Um, but then, um, usually the wake is in the house, which is something I think I remember hearing. Like, they can mm-hmm. often do the wake in the house, so the body is in, a, in like, a casket in the house. Um, and then people come in and out of the house and like bring food and do whatever. And there's like a designated space for them. And then they do the thing. And so I know that's a thing. I don't know how common that is anymore, but I know like back in the day, that was definitely a thing, like having the wake in your house, um, which fun story is why we have living rooms. Yes. I heard that too. Go ahead and explain. So 
Essentially, there used to be a specific dedicated room in in rich people's, I would assume rich people's houses, um, because I don't know who's having these multi-room giant spaces. Um, And the room was specifically for dead people. So they would like hold wakes and stuff in Mm -hmm. these rooms. Um, And it was like the dead people room. Um, And uh, that's where they would hold all the dead people whenever there were funerals and functions. And it was literally just for that. But then as time went on, things changed and people were like, let's have a living room. <laughs> let's have, um, let's remarket, let's rebrand. Yeah. It's kind of bumming people out that we have a dying room or a death room. <laughs> yeah. The dead body room. Yeah. But no, let's make it the living room. Especially when people it... stopped putting bodies in their houses. In their, in their houses. And they had like funeral homes. Um, and so then they called it a living room. The living room. This is a room, and that's so creepy too, because it's it's like it's not that it's like this is a room that you like live in. It's no. like this is the room for the living. Yeah, yeah, not for the dead. No, which is way weirder. Though so that makes strange. it that like if you're in any house that's like a couple hundred years old, um, your living room had dead bodies. In yeah, it. at one point it had dead bodies. It had dead bodies, which is fine, but it is one of those things where I'm like, if you're looking for haunted, we got your haunted. We know which room. That mm-hmm. should be any next next time that there's like a paranormal movie, there should be like, oh, why are all the dead people always in this room? And it's like, why ah, are they always in the living room? That's it's why. the dying room. That's why. Um, so I always find that really interesting. And then also for like Mexicans obviously do like the Day of the Dead. Um, but also Mexicans involve kids way more. So like kids like go to the wake. They got basically kids, no matter their age, always go to the functions. Like it's very rare that the children wouldn't go. Um, I would say also in like Jamaican, like I've, yeah. I've never been to a funeral where children weren't allowed. Yeah. So I know that the, it's not like that it always happens, but I have heard that that does happen where there's funerals where like the kids don't go. Like I can understand a wedding where the kids don't go, but a funeral, <laughs> yeah, maybe they, they don't want them to see the body or something. Yeah, because they think it's like going to traumatize them. But I can tell you, as a death doula and also as somebody who does grief stuff, it will traumatize them much more for a longer time to not have access to the information of like mortality. Mm-hmm. Because if you just tell a child, "Grandma's dead." And you don't explain what that means. Yeah. The child will spend much of the time being like, when is grandma coming back? It reminds me of, um, have you ever watched Dairy Girls? I have, but I haven't watched the last season. Do you remember the part where they're at the wake? And then like, so in Dairy Girls, basically it takes place in the 90s for mm-hmm. those who, had, who don't know. And it's like in an Irish um, town. And one of the people, one of the, the one of the Dairy Girls, who's actually a boy, um, he is from like England. Yeah. And so he's never been to like an Irish wake. And so when they're <laughs> all at the wake, they're like touching the body and they're just like having a conversation literally over the dead yeah, body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, does nobody notice a dead body here? And he's like freaking out. And they're like, <laughs> calm down. It's just her body. Like what's wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like, yeah, you would be much more traumatized, much more freaked out by a body later in life if you had never seen one before. Yeah. And also if you like, it's hard for kids to grasp mortality at certain and like at any age, really, like when they're young. Um, mm-hmm. But like the dead body thing is like a way for them to like be for it to be easier for them to grasp the fact that the person isn't coming back. OK, the body is here, but like their mm-hmm. so their heart isn't here and they're not able to talk and they're not able to eat and they're not there anymore because their body stopped working. 
And that's why they're here. You know, like, these are the conversations. I think maybe everyone, like, saw My Girl or something. And, like, you know in My Girl when yeah. she's, like, little girl's freaking out? Yeah. About the dead body. And, and she's, like, like put glasses, glasses on. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe they're, like, they're afraid that's going to happen. And you know what? If you are a child and your child best friend dies, then maybe that's, like, a... <laughs> that might be a, that might be a tough pill. That might be a one where you stay home. But if it's like grandma, then then let the kids see grandma. Yeah, and that's um, the thing. I it mean, reminds me of. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go for it. I was gonna say it reminds me of there was this like I can't remember where it was from, but like this thing where it's like some guy like I think it was like a sort of like an Eastern European thing. Like the reason why Americans are so weird is because they've never seen their grandma's tits. <laughs> it's like like they've never seen like an old woman and what a naked old woman looks like because they're so like everyone's so covered up. So then when bodies change, yeah. they all freak out and they yeah. can't handle it because they just never they just grew up never seeing their grandma's tits. I'm like, you know what? That's true. Yeah. That's right. You should expose children to nudity and to old <laughs> bodies and things like that. We shouldn't be so buttoned up and so like sterile. You know, sterile because the thing is then when it happens, they freak out. You don't, they know don't know what know to, how to do. Handle it. You don't know That's what to do. That's why this puritanical like society that we have right now, everyone's so obsessed with anti-aging. It's because we shut all the old people in homes yeah. and lock them away. And, and like, then don't look also, at them. <laughs> and, and they and they don't know what they look like or what they're supposed to look like. And it's just like you gotta see your grandma's tits to be like a full <laughs> person you know yeah i often think about like there's that episode in new girl where uh nick's dad dies mm-hmm. and schmidt is like scared of seeing he's like i've never seen a dead body and he's terrified I I, yeah, of seeing the dead body episode. and then finally at the end he's like sniffing the dead body and he's like <laughs> talking to the dead body and i was like oh my god um but then also there's like different rituals and different things that people do. Cause I know like Jewish folks don't have wakes necessarily. No, they're, they're like, they want the body buried right away because yeah. that's their tradition. It's like, there's a specific line in the Bible that, that, that they're supposed, they're following. I can't remember what it was, but it's like, you have to be buried right away basically. Or it's like an affront to God, which actually I found very interesting. That's also for, mu- some... for Muslim folks as well. It's the same. It's yeah. like usually within 24 to 48 hours. Yeah. And also the fact that like with specifically with Jewish people as well, because like I feel like with Muslim people, if they they um, die at sea, Mm -hmm. they're okay with a sea burial. Mm. But Jewish people are not. They are not okay with sea burials. Like they being under dirt, being under earth is like a a must. So sometimes like unless the body is like threatening um, like the crew or the ship with like infection or something, they would much rather keep that body and bury it than throw it in the sea i did not there's a whole thing i was like i was just looking about like sea burials and like how a lot of people like like across different cultures there's Mm -hmm. always it's always so interesting there's so many like specific traditions and what we're supposed to do and Mm -hmm. this and this and this and this but then it's like at sea they're like "Eh, do the best you can (laughs) put them in out like 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 over the maybe in a casket over yeah and, and thrown into the water or just you know with a rock tied to your foot and thrown in the water, yeah, yeah. those kind of things. Um, I actually did some research on like just like some ancient stuff because I figured you do moderny things. Yes. So oh I my thought god, I would, that's like, so funny. I was like, Catherine will probably look up ancient stuff. Girl, we know you so well. <laughs> um, so what I thought was interesting is like there's a lot of through lines 
with like modern things and with ancient things mm-hmm. where it's usually like women in a lot of societies not all of them mm-hmm. like i think specifically in islam a lot of men are supposed to be the ones who like handle the body mm-hmm. and also you can think about like pallbearers in like mm-hmm. western society men are the usually yeah, ones yeah. Who carry the body but in a lot of like cultures women are the ones who handle the body women mm-hmm. are the ones who wash the body um i remember yeah this might be wrong because i i feel like this is something i learned from the audio commentary of the lord of the rings um, but <laughs> it's facts then <laughs> it's facts then so i think parents i think it was peter jackson saying that like so in the funeral in um rohan uh-huh. where theodred is like put into the tomb oh yeah yeah they have all the men carrying theodred which uh-huh. is uh i can't believe i'm using the word theodred okay uh the king's son uh, <laughs> just to make this i was about to be like we know what that is but then i know like not everybody no. does so the king's son is being buried right um and so in that scene there are men carrying his body and then they hand the body to women and then the women put him in the tomb oh. and he said that they did that that way because that's how they do it in maori culture you're supposed oh. to the men are supposed to handle the body and then give it to yes. the women to put into the tomb that's so cool and i love peter jackson for doing right? that I think that's um, amazing. That is pretty cool. And like, so like in ancient Greece, for example, um, like they believed in a way that I think is very modern. Like they believe that once you're dead, like a spirit leaves you and then you're mm-hmm. dead. And I guess like a lot of cultures believe that, but they believe it like came out in a breath and then like, that's it. Oh, that's, you know, your spirit. Yeah, leaves yeah, you. yeah. And then your body has to be washed and anointed with oil. And mm-hmm. they did a thing um, where they like put the body to be like viewed sort of like on a high bed mm. in the house. Mm-hmm. And then after a bit, then it was, you know, taken and, and buried. Consumed. Yeah. Um, I thought also very interesting. I remembered this. Neanderthals, um, they also had funeral funeral traditions. Huh. Um, like the hypothesized, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Because we can't know for sure. But like Neanderthal graves specifically have a lot of pollen in them. Um, so they're like, oh, so they were buried with flowers. Oh, that's so cool. I remember religions teacher, Mr. Bearstow being like Mm -hmm. talking about like the, the like creation of religion or the creation of faith was he, he had a theory that like the creation of faith was around the time when like, he was like, when the cavemen looked down and saw that Gary wasn't breathing anymore and we're like, (laughs) what happened? What happened? (laughs) Truly, what happened? Whoever that first person was who, like, came online as a person was like, yeah. wait, what the fuck? What? <laughs> wait, that's me? Oh, God. Yeah. Must have yeah. been horrifying. Whoever yeah. was the first being that, like, like fully consciously, had, like, like modern like, car- conscious thought yeah. had a thing. And so, but clearly it's very old because, like, we have Neanderthals mm-hmm. as an example yeah. of, like, they were burying their dead and they were burying them with flowers. Yeah, see, that's so nice. It's also a good way to look at, like, sometimes I think of, like, grief stuff, and some people are like, oh, back in the day, like, back at, you know, if somebody was sick or injured, they wouldn't, like, they would just leave them there to die, which, like, sure, that's, that's like, well, I mean, if you wanted to, like, maybe, like, if there were, like, nomads or whatever, not always, but, like, that might be the case. But then also, that doesn't mean that they wasn't, like, they had no feelings. It wasn't a bunch of sociopaths. Just like. <laughs> the thing is, there's so many records of like disabled people because like we can see their bodies. We can see that yeah, they probably yeah. had this disease or we can see that they're missing this limb or they can see this and that. Yeah. And like we have so many examples of both with Homo sapiens sapiens and with Neanderthals, like of examples of us in our older forms. I mean, Homo sapiens sapiens is what we are. Yeah. But whatever, regardless, we have examples of like 
ancient um like fossilized records showing that like people did care about disabled people people did care Mm -hmm. about the sick people did care and still took care of the injured because if you could still live then you could still live they weren't gonna just like bash your head in with the rock no of course there are like specific cultures like if you're like talking about like sparta or something (laughs) then you can be like yes yes they would have killed you yeah actually yes then they would have killed you for whatever (laughs) defects that you had um or like injury that you had or sickness okay but like generally speaking humans have a lot more compassion and i think people are willing to um admit to admit to reckon with maybe it's because like we live in such a like we live in a society i don't know the joker told (laughs) um we live in a society uh and i think because our society is so big that people have this idea that like that nobody cares about anybody but i'm like no we are meant to be in societies that are so much smaller yeah like, our, we're our like built for community we're, bu- we're, we're built for community but we're built for communities that are like a hundred people yeah yeah that's yeah, how yeah. much our brain can care about yeah and so when you don't care about the person who you don't know you think that means that you're like bad yeah. i'm like no it's because your brain doesn't know how to care about that person until it knows that person yeah exactly but once you know but then also there's empathy so like you can care about people you don't know yeah but, like, I don't know, people, I think people sometimes find comfort in the idea that we're all sociopaths because then it can, like, make the horrible things in society make more sense. Yeah. Because if they're like, well, that everyone's awful. That's why things are awful. Instead of, like, no, greedy people take advantage of us. That's why things are awful. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? That's a lot harder, I think, to reckon with. But it is what it is. And people are just this is like a dumpster fire fire world and i think people are just like having a hard time reckoning with the fact that they actually care mm-hmm. so you know what i found interesting uh, um so we always think of like coins on the eyes in ancient greece uh-huh it's not a thing oh the coin goes in the mouth why i think it's probably because you can make sure that's actually with the person um but like like the coin that you're using to pay goes in the mouth there are examples of like like being sometimes maybe having some extra coins in jars or like at the foot of a person and things like that but generally speaking the coin that you're supposed to use to pay for the underworld goes in the mouth oh that's very cool Mm-hmm. And it's usually cool. actually just one coin because you're just using one coin to pay yeah. for your way out across the underworld. And the examples that they have of two coins, they're like, that's usually if there's like a planned returned visit because then you oh, have money to get back. That's cute. I like and that. I also thought was like, a, there's a lot of stuff about like, um, or a lot of like ancient ideas of, of, of uh, <laughs> what the hell was that? Of, 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 of. <laughs> there's a lot of ancient um traditions of mm-hmm. things in the mouth with the dead so there's yeah. coins in the mouth mm-hmm. um but there's also like examples of like specifically like gaulish like germanic french yeah gaul um having leaves in the mouth sometimes oh. like um huh. little pa- inscribed papers in the mouth mm-hmm. um so like the idea that they had like spells that they would put in people's mouths oh. or sometimes messages for the dead that they put in people's oh. mouths oh that's really that nice was a thing I like that. And also there was like um, an, an ancient Irish sort of thing of having herbs in the mouth. And I think it was like a similar sort of like spells in the mouth kind of thing. Huh. So like putting something in the dead's mouth for them to either have to use in the afterlife or to send a message or as a spell for protection or something. Huh. I think that's actually like a very cool tradition. I, I really like that. I'm a fan of bringing that back. Yeah. That's, I think that's <laughs> I think interesting. that's really cool. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Also, that makes me sad that like so many traditions have... Or so many cultures had those traditions, and now when you 
fucking have to do right and burials. these are the people when we're talking the people who were like boring wasp <laughs> bleh, these people i don't know why i turned to count chocula there for a second but <laughs> or uh whatever any any stereotypical vampire of choice bleh <laughs> these are the people who have these cool traditions these the coin in the mouth people. well actually that's also kind of what bothers me about like death and dying stuff because like i feel like i know a lot of like white people that i've met who are like oh my god i'd love to take on doing the day of the dead traditions and i'm like you have your own you have your Go own find literally yours. you have records of them and actually i mean if you're greek actually you probably have fine funerals your funerals are probably great if you're greek. <laughs> yeah but if you're like um like again if you're gaulish let's say yeah um like go put some inscribed little leaves in your dad's mouth and yeah. give him a message oh, for Jesus. grandma to Just take leave, on the way colonizing our shit um yeah you don't need to that's a very important psa you don't need to colonize your funeral traditions there are many that you can look up in your past like are your own peoples that you have a real connection to obviously if you are black via the transatlantic slave trade kind of hard to pick one (laughs) but you know if you just go general west africa no one's gonna fault you yeah but um even beyond that like black people have always like held on traditions fairly well mm-hmm. so even if they're very changed i feel like things things stay with you yeah even through colonization and so like things mm-hmm. things things pass down yeah i also thought was another thing that was interesting because i was looking up the, the money thing or the money in the mouth thing the concept of hell money i was like what, what? The fuck is that because uh, it was literally like the, a wikipedia article about like uh, about coins um in the mouth it's like uh Sharon's coins or something, right. whatever they're called. Uh-huh. Um, and then it was like related article, hell money. And I was like, what the fuck's hell money? And it's a Chinese uh, tradition specifically of like, it's like this like fake money that you're supposed to burn for the dead. So they have money in the afterlife. Oh. And so, or so they can settle debts and stuff. Oh. And it said, apparently it's like an evolution of Joss paper, which is another Chinese thing where it's like incense paper that you're supposed to burn for the dead. Uh-huh. But this is like paper that has like, like it's like printed on it that it's like money oh, for right. the afterlife, um, that's and you're supposed so to burn that. Interesting. And I huh. was like, that's cool as hell. That's and so also cool. very interesting. I really like that. I was actually so I was looking at like some of the modern stuff, um, and so there's this show on Netflix called Dark Tourist, mm-hmm. and I I'm sure I've mentioned it before. Um, and they have different episodes about different things. So it's basically a guy that goes on tourism, like to tourism spots that are considered like dark tourism but it's more so like some of it's like true crime related some of it is like you know it's like weird like real life vampire stuff you know whatever (laughs) all those types of things so it's like creepy things um going to like places where like nuclear catastrophes have happened so like that's really big things like that and so he did one episode um and i had heard about this before but it's called the um taraja people and it's in indonesia i think the taraja p henson <laughs> anyway yes. sorry you said taraja p and then i was like my brain went taraja p henson yes, <laughs> um where basically um they mummify their dead um and so some people say they use formaldehyde but like in the show they were mentioning how they use tree sap as like a natural kind of like embalming liquid mm-hmm 
um, from like the trees in, in their village and or in their town. And, and so it mummifies the bodies and then it preserves the bodies um, with this sap slash also possibly with formaldehyde. But then the thing is, they're kept in the house as mummified bodies in a specific room for years. Oh, yeah. I think I've heard of this one. So they're kept in there for years. One, because it costs a lot of money for them to like, because you have to sacrifice animals. Mm -hmm. So their family has to like save up enough money to like sacrifice what they think would be like a good amount of animals for the Mm -hmm. funeral. Um, But then also um, they feel like the person isn't dead yet. Like they haven't left their body yet. They're they still, like hey, they're still knocking around. Yeah. And so they actually don't call them dead. They say that they're sick. So their spirit's still in there? Yeah. So their spirit's still in there. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, I don't mean to be rude about another <laughs> culture, but I just had a mental image of my soul being stuck in a dead body and it bummed me out. Uh, continue. Yeah. That's very about fair. This but they treat them I'm to like, to they treat them like they're alive. <laughs> okay. No, well, no. But great. they treat them like they're alive. So they feed them. They, like, oh, okay, then food. I'm back on board. I'm back on board. Um, There's food involved. Yeah, they they leave them with food. Sometimes they can change their clothes. Sometimes, you know, so it just depends. And honestly, like, a lot of the people were like, well, no, this helps with the grieving process. Because if it's, like, two plus years of somebody being in, like, body. being in the house, and it's like you get used to them. It's like a gradual process of, like, okay, their spirit isn't here, but, like, their body's here. And you get used to that absence. And then... When you're ready and when you feel ready and when your family's ready, then you bury them. You know what? I'm, I'm kind of come around to this because that's a very good way to grieve, to get all of your sort of feelings out as yeah. well. And then you're just burying like literally just a husk. Yeah. Because at that point it's, it's <laughs> crunchy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but that's the thing. And then also they'll take the body out every few years for like an event that they do where they like take them out of the tomb and like, it's almost like, it's like, it's not like Day of the Dead, but it's this idea of, like, honoring them and honoring their lives. And, like, it's this idea that they come back for, like, one, you know, day every however many years. And so you take them out and you spend time with them. There has to be a them. limit on that, though. Like, how often are you, like... like I don't know. They're pretty well preserved because they're mummified. So, like... Yeah. But, like, I mean, I guess once once people who knew them personally die, they stop taking it out. Yeah, yeah. I would think like, so. Like, no, taking out great, 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 great. No, 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 no. I don't think so. <laughs> unless, like, yeah, unless there's, like... They need to fill a crowd. Tradition like, get, get all the bodies out. <laughs> no, no. Um, but I think that's really cool. And I kind of like the idea because... I think the society, like Western society is very big on like, get over these emotions as quickly as possible because they make everybody around you uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like get through the grieving. So once you do the funeral, you have like a week or two to really like get that shit out of your system. And then I expect you back. Let's get back to capitalism. We got things to do. We don't want to hear about how much you miss your mom or how much you miss whoever. They're like, you know, get to work. Um, But in this, it's. They're literally like you get time to process what has just happened, which I think is amazing. Or I also think about like, I also think about just like the juxtaposition and like how white burials are in society. Because I remember, I think I brought this up in other, in other episodes, but I went to a community death care meeting um, or like event with my, my friend, Farah, who's Muslim, mm-hmm. uh, and my friend Robin, and we were there um, at this meeting, and the meeting itself was, like, it was interesting because they were talking about, like, these are the issues that we have with, like, embalming, these are the issues we have with, like, 
um, traditional um, burials and things. And it was like talked about in a very like generalized and like universal way as if like we all do burials like this. Mm-hmm. And I just remember my friend Farah being like, we don't do any of this. Like this thing that they're saying is a problem with like the, the like death industry and the burial industry. And it has no like relevance to my people. Because yeah. we don't do any of this shit. Um, it's true. It's so and like, I was sanitized like, and strange. Yeah. And it's also this idea that like we all know what they're talking about. And it's like, no, some people literally don't do this. Stop acting like the white way of doing <laughs> things and burials is the, only, is the way. only way. Because like I just, you know, I remember looking up like what the different funerals look like. And it's like, yeah, like Muslim folks, maybe like Jewish folks do like the burials sooner rather than later. But then there's also this beautiful tradition of like, bathing the body i remember that was something that like my colleagues talked about uh when i worked at across boundaries because uh, quite a few of them had had deaths in their families and they and so usually it's like the immediate family uh, with the same gender like within the immediate family washes the body mm-hmm. and like says certain prayers over them and like cleans them and like prepares them for like being put in the shroud so that they can be buried and i remember my colleagues telling me how like peaceful it is and how beautiful it is to be able to do that for a family member to be able to wash them like give them like give them their last like prayers and their last washes and like like you know like being able to kind of it's a way for you to like collectively come together as women or as men and like accept the death of the person that you're washing Mm -hmm. um which I think is like really beautiful and I don't obviously we don't do that because like not we, but like a lot of folks, like the second the person dies, it's like, I don't want to see the body. It's creepy. It's gross. Bye bye. And so I really like that idea. And also the idea that there was like, there's three days of mourning where like, you don't cook, you don't clean, you don't do anything. People bring you food and you're literally supposed to sit there and be concentrated on grieving. That's nice. Or like Shiva. Shiva is similar. And it's like, isn't it like, it's what, seven days? How many days? Something like that. I think also, don't they like cover mirrors and do yeah, there's like all sorts of like things, all sorts of specific things. And the thing is, that's nice. And it's nice that there's like these cultural traditions that, you know, actually acknowledge grief mm-hmm. instead of just sort of sweeping it under the rug because like, it's we not don't healthy, ha- guys. <laughs> it's not healthy. It's not good. And also like it, treating a funeral like it can only be sad and it has to be full of just like dour, sad experiences yeah. is... But also, also like, bad. sterile, because if you cry too loud, it's, like... Yeah. Or, like, you show too much emotion, then you've, like, become unhinged, and it's, like, or... Because the thing is, and also, we, like, we don't even talk about, like, this is all human funerals. Like, if... I say if, because I, mm-hmm. I, I assume they're all immortal. If <laughs> any of my cats die. I'm gonna need a <laughs> calendar year of no working. Yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna <laughs> handle... How I'm gonna handle it. And actually, actually, I think that's a very interesting thing about like um millennials specifically and like us and like gen z and Mm -hmm. like as we get older because a lot of people are choosing not to have kids and have Mm -hmm. pets instead what the hell is the grief going to be like it's gonna be awful and we're and if the boomers are still out there ruining our lives they'll be like that's not a real why are you so sad it's just a cat right what is the grief gonna be like for all of the like we need to start yeah, adding that to our bereavement and, uh, leave policies. We need. I've seen yeah. bereavement leave policies now start to add pets because they they really if it if, fucks you up. 
I would be. I, I, mean, I don't want to think about it. It makes me so sad because, like, one of my cats, she's gonna be ten this year. Like, she's getting older. My sweet baby. And I love her so much. It's Isabel. I love um, Isabel. My sweet, sweet she baby. Is a sweet, sweet baby, and she will live forever. I have my my heart says she she's gonna be <laughs> one of those curmudgeonly cats who has like two strokes and like is still there. Yeah. Like that's what my heart tells me, but um, yeah, I hope that will be that will be her. Um, um, and I, also, like, the, have you ever had a pet sleeping too too deeply around? Oh you? yeah, yeah. And you're like, hello. <laughs> I literally had one of those moments, like where I was like, the, I I was so angry. I was like, don't you ever do that. Again. <laughs> don't you ever sleep that soundly around me ever? That's again. awful. Um, I also think about the fact that like even some animals have funerals. Yeah, there are animal funerals. There are like little pet funerals you can get. Like we didn't have a funeral for my dog when she died, but we still have her ashes. Yeah, and she has like a little spot on the bookcase where we keep where we keep our dead in my house. Actually, I have um some of my uncle and I have my dog. So I think That's my uncle's nice. ashes were split amongst like uh us and like uh my uncle's wife. Yeah, but we have my uncle um on That's the top so nice. bookshelf, and then the next bookshelf underneath that my dog oh, onyx is that's there so nice it's funny i will give him um a like on his birthday or like whatever we'll give him like a shot of wine or tequila like yeah. a little glass of wine or tequila yeah. we'll give that to him um so yeah so i mean i, I do have dead i've dead right over there just <laughs> yeah. in the in in the in the dining in the room in the living room, room. <laughs> in the living room i have oh my, my dead over there no but, but there's um, also um but what I mean is, like, there's animals, like, like there's, um, like, orcas, like killer whales, mm-hmm. ha- like, grieve. Yeah. They well, grieve. All, been, I think they've all been animals grieve, to, like, if I'm, if yeah. I'm being honest. For but, real. like, that's it's noticeable that they grieve. Or, like, don't crows or something have, like, don't they, like, yeah. bury their dead or some Crows shit? will, like, put, like, little, like, trinkets and stuff yeah. on their dead. And crows remember, like, where they died and, and everything so nice. about that. Crows, crows know. Like, corvids, I guess. Crows and ravens. Yeah. They understand. They have rituals. Um, yeah. Orcas noticeably do. Elephants. Yeah. Elephants 100% do. Elephants do. Um, so it's like, grief is not... It's not just for humans, and it's not something just humans do. No. You know? You should no. grieve. Death is death is death because like this is all you got you guys <laughs> and so when it's gone it's sad yeah and i really like the different traditions i like the idea of a sky burial i think that's talked about quite a bit what? what's a sky burial a sky burial remember in kundun we're having a real moment right now um, Ooh. where they um feed him chop- to the vultures yeah they chop up the butt, the body, and then that's the considered a sky burial. Yeah, that's. Sky I was burial. like, if this is a us an offshoot of skydiving, no, 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 <laughs> the body just falls. You're like, ah, <laughs> shit. No, no, it's when the when the vultures uh, eat the body. I would love, honestly, we had a but whole that episode. makes sense, right? We that had a whole makes episode last sense. time about how we want to be. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, if I could choose, I would love to be eaten by vultures. I would love. Well, to I feel like it vultures. just like is more natural. Like it just makes sense because like you're going back to the earth. Like you know, like you're being. Let someone eat. Literally, I was like, I want to be part of a fruit tree. I want to be clearly. I just want to eat. I have a boar <laughs> fetish. I don't know. Um, I, I just want to. I want my body to contribute to something afterwards. So if it's the life of a tree or it is the life of a vulture, I'd be happy. Or worms or mushrooms, any of those things, yeah. I'm perfectly happy with being eaten by nature because it's what should happen. 
Right? So I really I really enjoy that idea. Like, I think that's really cool. And I also think it's interesting that there's sky burials and sea burials and, like, all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I think it's it's nice. So there's, like, certain cultures that do, like, have to do cremation. And then there's super – there's certain cultures where they're, like, absolutely not. <laughs> um, and it's really – I don't know. It's like, it's so different, but then everybody connects with it in their own way. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoy that. Like, I enjoy that these cultures have made these, like, this lore and this, like, reverence of, like, we do this. Maybe we don't remember why anymore, but it's helpful. Yeah. Listen, no tradition is a tradition if you remember why you do it. (laughs) Exactly. You know? You have to have some vague idea or some like weird story, yeah. but you can't know why. No. You can't know. Ex- you're like, eh. never in my first like 20 years of life was I like, why do we do Day of the Dead? Like, where did that come? Like, I didn't think about it. And then later they're like, oh, it probably originates from like it's Mesoamerican, like blah, blah, blah. And then they mm-hmm. mix that with Catholicism. And I'm like, maybe. Right. Because even when you have wise, like the, with the Jewish, um, like having to be buried kind of thing. Like it, they have the why is because it's written down in the in the Bible, but like why was that written down? Who knows? <laughs> Doesn't matter. You know the Torah is 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 ancient, so we don't really know. Who even knows why? Someone wrote that one time, and they were like, "That's it." <laughs> I guess we're doing it. Now we're doing it, and that's what I like. I like that these are traditions. I was reading that like the Taraja people, like the one of the rumors, because like people don't. It's been going on for so long that there's like not. Obviously, there's not a concrete story, but like mm-hmm. the rumor is that there is there was a man who found a body that was laying like in the mountains in that same region. And he felt bad that the man hadn't been buried. So he then buried the man um, and like did so in like a very like it was a very nice burial and like took the time and blah, blah, blah. And then after his like fortune was like better so he like had really good luck from then on for the rest of his life and he felt that it was because he had like paid respect to the body in that way um and so they think that that might be part of why like they do that but like no one knows for sure and i kind of i kind of enjoy that i think it's very cool but uh it is cool and it's also i feel like you're gonna do a butter wrap wrap up but i just wanted to add one more thing (laughs) but i feel like because like when you think about human generations, mm-hmm. like they're shorter than you think. Like there's like th- mm-hmm. what three or four in every century. Yeah. So it's like a thousand years ago is like fifty ladies ago. Yeah. And like, so it's like any tradition, it's it's closer than you think. Even mm-hmm. if we can't remember, also in at the same time as remembering you re- remembering that you can't remember it. Remember that these your ancestors are closer than you think. Yeah. They're not that far away in time and also and so the traditions are something. in our bones honestly right? like you're sharing something with people who are not too far from you so exactly and yeah like our traditions are like i think they just they're in our bones they're just there and sometimes we can't explain it can i explain that when i'm in a really shitty mood and i sage myself that i feel better can i explain how that happens no mm-hmm. but does it feel comforting yes and do i do it often hell yes but, you know, that's probably just my connection to, like, my ancestors. The ones I like, obviously, because the other ones are not that great. Yeah, Carmen, why aren't you swinging incense in a Catholic church? <laughs> yeah, that's not really my steez, you know, it's not my jam. It's not my thing. Mm-hmm. 
Those are not the ancestors I wish to call upon. Those aren't the <laughs> ones you're calling upon. I mean, fair. It's true. Like, if I don't clean my house before New Year's, like, that would be, I food. F- I remember it happened, like, one time where it was, like, barely clean, but I still did some cleaning. Yeah. Horrifying. Horrible. You can't go into the New Year. With a dirty house? With a dirty house? Oh, fuck no. Fuck no. But yes. So, folks, we hope you enjoyed this Sunshine Fun Time episode. This little series on on funerals the funerals the funerals should be called the The funeral funeral part two so my tradition that i will make my family continue on and on and on is just to serve wendy's lord (laughs) well good thing you're not having any kids yeah right that's that's the the kids first meal um wendy's once once they can have solid food it's just at the wendy's oh god um god yeah well, let's hope that's something better than that. I don't know. What tradition am I passing down? Um, fun spinster aunt? I mean, it's a tradition. Honestly, <laughs> if there's the ever a tradition, one. that's the tradition that's passed down for generations. Because you know what? Sad uncle, creepy uncle is what men have. Fun aunt. Yeah. Fun rich. Spinster aunt? Fun rich spinster aunt. Boom. Done. That, that's called... That's that's the, the future the feminists want. That's that's called winning. I know. Okay. Uh, so folks. you can find us living in our living rooms. Um, at wait, we didn't do any recommendation. Fudge. Well, fuck off. Whatever. This episode is so. I don't even know if where am I. Um, okay. I will be making dinner at ten p.m. So. Lord. Okay, I gotta take a babka out of the oven. Anyway, um, my recommendation is for the last of us because i'm a basic bitch and everybody's watching it um it's very good I'm so scared to watch it because i, I fear enough things in the world without needing to fear mushrooms that make us into zombies because that's real guys yeah it is real it's so cool <sighs> i remember learning about that for the first time in like planet earth or something cordyceps yeah, and it's like they're gross um but honestly mushroom kingdom Maybe there'll be a crossover with Last of Us and Mario. <laughs> um, or maybe that's what's... Maybe the world... I'm sure I'm not... I cannot be the first person. A billion nerds have said this before, I'm certain. But what if Super Mario is the future after The Last of Us? Oh! Write that. Write that fucking I'm write that I'm ready now. I'm ready I'm ready now. I'm ready now. I'm ready now. It's Gavin's! It's Today um, is February listen. 2nd, 2023. <laughs> I'm sure there's some nerds who've done this, but you know what? Who's to say? I'm a, listen. It's 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 gonna be my versions of Fifty Shades of Grey. It's like mm-hmm. a a full Mushroom Kingdom fan fiction that becomes a novel. <laughs> anyway, so I'm gonna recommend The Last of Us. Um, the third episode came out recently, and it was very sweet. Everybody That's is nice. talking about it because it's really good. It's a love story between two old bearded men, oh, and it's nice. That's so it's, nice. It's really lovely. Um, and I've heard actually from people who played the game that the story in the game is not happy. So they oh. chose to make, they took gay pain and made gay joy. So I'm, oh, I'm going to recommend The Last of Us. <laughs> what do I recommend? I am going to recommend, I rewatched the entire Kung Fu Panda trilogy. Oh, an excellent decision. What a great set of movies. Yeah. I watched everything it about them is so good with a man who had never seen them before, who's a bit of a movie snob, and he cried. Yeah, as you should. 
Listen, <laughs> noodles, no noodles. Ugh. All the messages in that movie, like you so can want to control the world all you want, but if you plant a peach, it's still going to be a peach. I know. Ugh, it was so good. Anyway, amazing, amazing set of movies. I highly recommend. Um, and so you can find us. Oh my God, please. <laughs> We're so bad at this. The episode 102. Okay, please rate and recommend. review. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm like having sweats now. I'm like, what's up with us? We're like It's out 10 of o'clock it. at night. We've had a we worked uh, started work at 9 a.m. <laughs> it is what uh, it is. Listen, um, please recommend this podcast. Please rate and review. Please give us five stars. Yeah. Please say these bitches are chaotic and they need our help. So um do your best to help us. Help us help you. Help you help us. Yeah. Um, and please give us uh, five stars and recommend our podcast to your friends. Mm-hmm. And you can find me always doing the finger guns or the thumbs towards <laughs> myself, but nobody but Carmen can see. Yeah. You can find me, this gal right here, um, at DCC Williams, anywhere on the internet. You can find Carmen at Carmen underscore Maria 416. I'm just going to do it. You can find us at I'd Kill a Spider for You. Um, everywhere except for Twitter, where we are I kill a spider number four letter. But who knows how long Twitter will be around? So who knows? Who knows, baby? Who knows? Fun times. Well, I gotta go. I gotta take. I gotta, gotta take some, that vodka gotta, out of the oven. I gotta take the vodka out of the oven. You gotta go make, make dinner, dinner at ten, at 10 p.m. PM. <laughs> listen, listen. Make sure that you plan a nice funeral. <laughs> um. And, and explore your cultural traditions. I'm sure you'll be fascinated by what you find. Absolutely. Okay. Well, to good night, folks. I swear to God, not good night. You don't know what they're listening. <laughs> good night. And rather the do 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 do.